We have been measuring physician performance for quite some time. We have a member that calls in and says, hey, I'm having a hard time affording my medicines. One thing that we didn't have was that seal of approval to say, yes, we go the extra mile. We are very intentional about ensuring that whatever they do has the ability to impact the members' health outcomes. This is Kathy Driscoll, Chief Nursing Officer at Humana. Welcome to The Voice of Humana Nurses, a podcast about clinicians committed to improving lives. Join me, other nurses from Humana, and special guests as we discuss topics nurses care about. Hello, everyone. In today's episode, we're talking about quality. Specifically, we're focusing on clinical quality, what it is, what it takes to deliver on our promise to provide high-quality care. And with me today are Misty Roberts, who's the Associate Vice President of Clinical Quality, and Faith Green, Director of Clinical Quality. Both of them are with the Office of the Chief Medical Officer at Humana. Welcome to the Voice of Humana Nurses, Misty and Faith, and thanks for being my guests today. Thanks, Kathy. Thanks, Kathy. So let's start the conversation by getting to know both of you first. Misty, I understand you've been a guest on William Fleming's HCS Real Talk podcast, and you've talked about quality on that podcast, and you hinted about a very interesting hobby that you have. Would you mind telling us a little bit more about it? Well, sure. Um, So I'll tell you a little bit about personal life. I am married, live here in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, I have two small kids, age almost five, a boy, five, and a little girl, two. And um, since I don't have much spare time, um, I used to love playing poker. So that's the hobby that I mentioned with William. And it's funny you mentioned that today because I was in a meeting this morning and um, someone looked at me and said, I was trying to read your face, but I forgot you have a poker face, so I'm not going to be able to read it, am I? (laughs) (laughs) So um, if I get any spare time, I do like to play poker. Uh, From a professional standpoint, though, um, I'm a registered nurse by background, um, have experience in the acute care hospital setting, both in in med surge, care management, quality outcomes manager, and nurse manager. And that was all before coming to Humana about nine years ago, where I started out in the internal audit department looking at our clinical processes and then transitioned to the office of the chief medical officer about, I guess it's been almost five years ago. Well, thanks for sharing, Misty, Mm -hmm. and I'll be very aware of your poker face from now on. (laughs) So, Faith, um, here's one for you. I heard there was a situation when you told your significant other, don't tell these people I'm a nurse, and I'm really curious what that situation was. So, it's more of a general statement, really. Um, My family goes to the hospital frequently, and I always try to tell them to not tell anybody I'm a nurse. However, within the first five minutes of being there and the random questions that you ask and the things that you uh, present yourself with, they quickly are like asking me the question, are you a nurse? So I don't lie about it, but it's always a, it always comes up in one facet or another if you're a nurse and then you wear it proudly. But sometimes it's intimidating to others if they don't know that you're a nurse when they come into the room. So be proud. Try, you're a nurse. Be proud. <laughs> <laughs> So as we think about how our organization is evolving from an insurance company with elements of health to a health company with elements of insurance, 
One of the things that's really important is our focus on value-based care. And I know we can't underestimate the value of focusing on quality to support that. So to begin our conversation, Misty, can you set a little context around the differences between clinical quality and quality in general? Yeah, sure. So if you think about just quality in general, um, it can really apply to anything. It can apply to your customer service. It can apply to um, the quality of the food that you get at a restaurant, um, the fabric your clothes are made of. Um, So you can really apply quality to anything. I think that if you look up the definition, it talks about the degree of excellence of something. But um, if you look at um, the definition of clinical quality, which can often be interchanged with healthcare quality or medical quality, um, you'll find one thing from the professional organizations out there um, that define clinical quality. And what they talk about really is the outcomes associated with it. So when we think about clinical quality, what we're talking about is how does it impact the health outcomes? Always important to focus on health. Misty, you're leading a team that's driving really a quality view across the organization. Can you talk a little bit about how the team is structured and what your current focus is and how that really relates to elevating clinical quality across our whole company? Sure. So my team is the Enterprise Clinical Quality Team. We sit in the office of the Chief Medical Officer. Um, And while I started in the organization about five years ago, looking at clinical quality, and uh, Faith was actually one of the the first associates to join my team. We're a pretty small team to begin with, and we're still a small team. Um, About a year ago, we started looking at clinical quality within the organization, um, just in general, a little bit more in depth to say, um, what are the needs of the organization? We decided that we needed to really have better oversight. We have a lot of good things happening in the organization around clinical quality, but who has that broader oversight of clinical quality throughout the organization? So we have a mission to really advance our um, overall corporate strategy of achieving the members' best health and improving the health outcomes of our members. And we do this by building the sustainable mindset of continuous clinical quality improvement. And we kind of have this motto within our own team, and we call it infuse, empower, and lead. And when we think about infuse, it's about infusing this, this culture of quality throughout the organization, getting people to really start thinking differently about quality. Um, Empower. It's about empowering our associates to really speak up. Uh, We want to create this kind of safe zone is what we call it. We um, have the opportunity here that associates can actually reach out to anyone in our team and bring up opportunities that they think, opportunities for improvement. And we will work with them to really resolve those opportunities without any judgment, without anyone feeling like um, it's punitive, without anyone feeling like that they're doing something wrong. So we're empowering them to have this ability to bring up these opportunities. And then lead is that third element. And we look at this in two different ways. And we think about it leading with quality at the forefront of everything that we do. Um, So So anytime that we hear anyone talking about finance, we also want to talk about quality. So make sure that we're um, looking at both quality when we're talking about cost. And that second element of lead is that we really want to be seen as industry leaders um, when it comes to clinical quality. So one of the things that our team does um, is really focus on uh, managing external relationships with our quality organizations. And Faith, can you talk a little bit about some of those organizations that we partner with? 
Certainly. Being a nurse here at Humana, I've worked here about eight years. And when we started, we did a lot of our focus was internally, just really trying to talk quality in in internally into the organization. So over the course of the past couple of years, we've really used a lot of efforts in looking at opportunities to connect with organizations like NAHQ or the National Quality Forum and really going and embedding ourselves into those conversations and those meetings so that we can infuse our perspectives and influence and drive quality from the perspective of not only a health plan, but just generally broader than just the provider's perspective, which a lot of times we do, they get in those um, silos of even in external organizations. So we really try to influence how those things are looking and how we can impact those from collectively with that those organizations instead of just kind of an outside viewer looking in. So we try to embed ourselves in that. And then additionally, as Humana is trying to move away from that health plan and look more like a healthcare provider in whole, like encompassing all those things, we really try to think about it from various perspectives and looking at how we can collaborate with those organizations and have more internal influence just overall, particularly around like quality measures and things of that nature. Great. Thanks for sharing that. It's it's a, a complex equation, right? Um, there's a lot of elements that really go into looking at total quality. Faith, can you talk a little bit more about the clinical quality measures alignment, why it's important to the work that your team is doing today, and how it might impact members and members' health? Certainly. So if we look back when Misty and I first started in the office of the chief medical officer, we took, like, we took a stand back and we looked internally within our organization. And at that time, we identified that we internally were collecting over 1,100 quality measures across the organization. So we started taking that to heart and also looking at um, the industry as a whole. And because of that, all there was all kinds of talk about measure mayhem and the Tower <laughs> of Babel. They were referring to that in the same regard as these quality measures because there was such an abundance of that. And so internally, that was causing a lot of burden for our associates, a lot of burden for the providers as one organization with internal to, to Humana could say, hey, we are looking at readmission rates and they'll get one number while another group within Humana is doing the same thing and they'll get a completely different number for their readmission rates. That could be something as simple as the timing in which the data was pulled or it could be in the true definition of a readmission, like what is a readmission? So we took um, several months and kind of aligned all of those measures so that when we talk about a particular uh, quality measure, that they mean the same thing across the organization. And we were able to house those measures in the uh, clinical quality governance repository. So you can go to go backslash CQMA and you can see those quality measures there. But in addition to that, we have now broadened that a little bit more. As I was referencing a second ago, how we're looking more external we have been at Humana measuring physician performance for quite some time, and we were looking at cost and quality. But one thing that we didn't have that a lot of folks in the industry had was that sign of approval from the NCQA to say that we were a certified physician quality 
organization. Several of our competitors have this certification. And this certification is kind of that seal of approval to say that we are allowing our physicians to see that transparency, to have that check of approval to say our methodology aligns, that we're using standardized evidence-based measures. And so about a year and a half ago, we um, started seeking that certification. And back on June the 3rd, we had our on-site survey, and that went really well, and everyone was excited about that. And on July the 3rd, we got the email saying that we have actually achieved that physician quality certification through the NCQA. So we are happy to say that that gives us as um, associates within Humana that seal of approval and kind of that check mark to say, yes, we do value that our physicians can have that transparency both on quality and cost and that we go the extra mile and we value that relationship with our providers and our customers to get that certification. So now that we are on par with our competitors as well. And I would also add the the transparency pieces also for our members so that our members can actually look at the providers that they are choosing. They can now actually look to say, okay, who has the highest quality and the lowest cost? Mm -hmm. So the transparency is both for the providers as well as the members. And our um, Care Highlight Program, so you can learn more about that Care Highlight Program, which is what was certified through the Physician Quality Certification at go backslash care highlight, and you can get more information about that. But we were really involved and work very closely with the Provider Performance Insights Team so that we can get those analytics and those quality measures that reflect how these physicians are performing across our network of physicians at Humana. Well, congratulations on that. That's a big achievement. And I know it took a lot of teamwork to make it happen. And it provides great information for our members to make informed choices. So thank you both for that. So um, let's shift our conversation a little bit now. Now that we understand the work that your team does and how quality impacts the health outcomes for our members, um, how do you influence and empower Humana associates who might not be clinicians? How do non-clinicians within our organization gain a better understanding of how their work also impacts quality and impacts our members' health? So we have a really robust communication strategy in terms of educating our associates on how their role can improve the health outcomes of our members. Um, Recently, the NAHQ, or the National Association for Healthcare Quality, um, I think that's one of the acronyms Faith use. I know we're inundated with acronyms here at Humana, Um, but they actually just released some research um, regarding healthcare quality professionals. And um, the research actually shows that nearly 80% of healthcare quality professionals are actually non-clinical. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that um, they don't have a clinical background per se. Um, They just may not necessarily practice clinically at the bedside. So we are very intentional about ensuring that everybody understands that whatever they do within Humana has the ability to impact the members' health outcomes. Yeah, again, it takes a team, it takes a village. So really, healthcare quality professionals have such an important role to play within our organization, really helping to ensure uh, the health outcomes of our members. And it's a great opportunity, but also a great responsibility for the team. Can you help us to understand a little bit about what factors really are necessary for success? 
Yeah, sure. So um, I actually want to go back a little bit on the other question, just talking about how all of our associates really play an important role. Um, so it's not just the healthcare quality professionals who are responsible for improving the health outcomes of our members, right? It's really everybody in the organization. If you think about our overall strategy of achieving members' best health, um, everyone has to do this. So Let's give an example of a customer service representative. They may not exactly think that they are able to improve a member's health, but if we have a member that calls in and says, hey, I'm having a hard time affording my medicines, well, they have the option to say, well, there's nothing I can do about it, right? Or they have the option to say, hold on, let me see what I can do and transfer you to the appropriate member appropriate um, member within Humana, whether it be um, the pharmacy team or a care manager or something. So indirectly, they are impacting members' health outcomes. So we all have this huge responsibility to ensure that we're thinking about members' health and improving clinical quality in everything that we do. Absolutely agree with you. So as nurses, we all know how important it is that um, there's the voice and expertise of nurses at the table. So having the two of you be leaders in this work is really gratifying and wonderful to see. Can you talk a little bit about why you think it's important for nurses to continue to lead and to pursue different leadership roles, both inside and outside of the clinical setting? I'm going to reflect back on one of the podcasts that we recently heard, actually, with Dean Tart uh, from the University of Houston, reflecting on how we as nurses, we're more giving and caring. And, and just as sometimes as women, we don't always give ourselves that um, encouragement. But it truly is we as nurses, we have a very unique mindset. And with that mindset, we taking consideration a lot of things that others may or may not consider and having that knowledge base both clinically the compassion the business sense to put ourselves in those positions we truly can drive change in a positive way that will truly impact the outcomes of members so we won't just think the dollars and cents but we'll take it that extra mile and connect those two pieces for that clinical and care component to drive those outcomes. Putting those nursing leaders in um, leadership roles, like we have the dedication to the member. That's always our first priority. So things are just um, taken in a little bit differently. So I think that that's one of the key thing is having that courage in yourself to put yourself out there truly will benefit more than you at the end of the day. It's It really will impact that outcomes of the member. Yeah, I would just also add and one of the reasons that I knew kind of from even before I graduated nursing school, I knew that I wanted to go into a leadership or administration role. And one of the reasons is because I knew that I wanted to actually make a difference for the nurses. So I wanted to actually be the voice of the nurses um, that were, were my associates, and although I didn't have any at the time. But I knew that that was something that I really wanted to fight for a team of associates and to be that leader and that person who really um, fought for the needs of the associates. So I think that um, absolutely for, for the member, but I also thinking about being a leader is also about caring for your associates and, and the other nurses. 
Thank you both for sharing that. And thank you for being leaders at, at Humana. Um, our listeners have heard me say before, if more leaders were nurses, the world would be a better place. Um, and I think we all can uh, align on that. Totally agree. So I've also heard both of you talk a little bit about certifications, and I know you both recognize the value of specialty certifications for clinicians um, and in your work, specifically the value of certified professionals in healthcare quality, and you both hold that certification. Can you talk a little bit about the certification and why you think it brings value uh, to the person who holds the certification, to our patients and members, and to the organization? So being a certified professional in healthcare quality, you know, it's really equipped me to have additional tools to aid in improving the health outcomes across the continuum. Some of the basic um, principles and, and framework that they promote in that is performance, quality measurement, improvement, the planning, the implementation. So taking us back to just thinking about like the nursing assessment and things of that nature, taking it back to that foundation and reiterating that in a business sense and tying it to our quality work. So I think some of those key principles really um, just kind of, again, give it that seal to say, yes, I care enough about what I'm doing to go that extra mile. And so that when other folks see that certification, it says that she cares about her profession. She goes the extra mile and gets that validation of being certified. And that is a reflection of we are meeting the standards of the industry. We understand them and we are dedicated to taking the time and effort to putting into our work so that we can truly have the foundation to produce good quality work at the end of the day. Yeah, I think to your point, um, it, it demonstrates our dedication to the profession. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it also helps to distinguish us from others in the field. When you hold a certification, it helps to distinguish you and also demonstrates that that competency, the knowledge and the skills. Um, I also think that it can increase your confidence when you are, you know, considered a subject matter expert in something and you have that certification to really back that up. Oftentimes, our team are considered advisors. We have people coming to us on a daily basis asking us for advice on quality measures or different quality initiatives. And when you have the certification to kind of back that up, it really gives you the confidence to be able to speak to that. Absolutely agree with those answers. You know, uh, nursing research literature really has shown that there's benefits when nurses achieve different specialty certifications, things like increased job satisfaction, enhanced clinical skills, and even improved patient outcomes. Um, All of them are things that you've both alluded to when you're sharing the value of the certification that you hold. Um, And here in the CNO, we've really been trying to take a look at specialty certification, the value it brings to the individual clinician and the value that it brings to the organization as well. And um, the uh, CPHQ certification is one of our pilots this year. So we're really interested in following the nurses who are going through that certification pilot process. We'll be learning how the certification might impact things like length of tenure at Humana, satisfaction, engagement, and how it can help us to really support the quality that you all have been talking about here. And I think this is one example of specialty certification um, as we look at a whole broad range there and people consider how to continue their careers. Um, So thanks for sharing that. 
So, Misty, as we near the end of our time together today, maybe you could share a little bit about some of the ways that you're looking to engage associates across Humana to learn more and to be a part of your clinical quality efforts. Sure. So as I mentioned, we do have a robust communication strategy because part of what we are trying to accomplish is really infusing that culture of clinical quality. So we do have a Go site. You can access it at go slash ECQ or go slash clinical quality. And that'll really tell you more about what our team is doing and also allow you to explore various resources internally because we know internally we have a lot of work that's happening around uh, clinical quality. And one of the things that we're trying to accomplish is really creating more transparency around that work so that everybody can better align in the priorities around clinical quality. There's also videos out there talking about the meaning of clinical quality and how we have the ability to impact our members. You could also join uh, our buzz group, the Enterprise Clinical Quality Buzz Group, or you could also reach out to us and consider being a clinical quality champion. So that's really somebody who advocates for clinical quality in your area um, and someone who shares the great work that's being done around clinical quality. Um, We also have an Enterprise Clinical Quality Inbox. So if you have ideas, opportunities, gaps or any barriers or just need our advice on anything clinical quality, feel free to email us at ECQ at Humana.com. So essentially, anything that has to do with clinical quality that you'd like to share, feel free to email us. Of course, you can always reach out to us directly as well. And anyone on our team will be happy to help you in any way we can. And um you, again, the email address is ECQ at Humana.com or feel free to email either any one of us anytime. Awesome. Thank you so much, Misty and Faith, for being my guests today. Uh, clinical quality is so important to our strategy of helping our members achieve their best health. And it's clear from our talk today that it's not the job only of clinicians, um, but every associate plays a role in helping to support clinical quality and the health of our members. So we look forward to hearing and learning more um, about your efforts over time. And we really appreciate your passion for our members and improving the lives they live. And to our listeners, thank you for listening to today's episode. I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play by searching the words, The Voice of Humana Nurses. And we'd love to hear from you as well. So send us an email at chiefnursingofficer at humana.com. Give us your comments and your suggestions about topics or people you want to hear about or hear from. So until next time, be well.